0: So what to do, what to know to do and not do in difficult times. You see the truth is that many times as Christians we actually do not know what to do. Um, especially in times when we are passing through persecution. We actually don't know what to say. In times when we are passing through difficulties, things that that sometimes push us, push us to to the very end. The very end of ourselves and then many of us we, we try to question god where is god or we try to remember one testimony of a sister of a brother and then god god did that for them um we, we try to we try to put ourselves in those kind of miracles or testimonies and then see how we can come out of those difficult times like that it really is that that is not how to act in the times of temptation times of persecution i'm going to be using those two ways interchangeably but they are not utterly the same but um temptations persecution you can be hearing them from me interchangeably but there is a there is a way to act there's a way to act either during persecution and during temptation there is a way to act there's a way there's a bible standard of response we are supposed to have it's a bible standard of response we're supposed to have we are supposed to understand that a man of faith act in a particular way and i don't mean faith to get or faith of deliverance i mean there is a response you give because you have a hope of eternal life there is a response you give when face difficulties not because you you are going to be you are going to be delivered of those difficulties per se but because you have your eyes fixed on eternal goals i usually tell people say if we put our eyes on the eternal purposes of god we will find less christians being discouraged along the way we will find less christians being depressed when our eyes are fixed on what god has done when our eyes are fixed on god raising jesus from the dead and the fact that our salvation is sealed we will understand why stephen could die praying forgiveness for saul we understand why paul says Paul, Paul was able to, to live joyfully during persecution. I can't remember, remember the scriptures I was about to quote just now. So I just love that. So we'll open up, turn about to Second Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Christians have a way we respond to things. Yeah, we do not respond like the world. You know, the world has a way of responding. And the painful things that many times. The world uh, christians have have actually many christians have actually copied what the world would say and what the world would do even even in expressing our spiritual nature especially uh, when we are when we are faced to when we are faced in situations where we have to live up our life to the spiritual realities that we have meaning love joy peace you know we have all of those things in us christ gave them to us as salvation Many times when we are supposed to express love, express peace, express kindness, gentleness, long-suffering, we allow the world to give us a standard. We start hearing phrases of, I have tried enough. You know, that's not so. When, when we want to act like a Christian, we should do act like a Christian. When you, when you know that you want to act like a worldly person, we know that you are a worldly person. I will treat you as such, you understand? So, but as Christians, we are supposed to act like Christians. We are supposed to bear the fruit of the Spirit. So, 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 to 7, Paul is writing to Timothy says, This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. So, Paul is writing and saying, this is not a prophecy. Paul is not prophesying and saying, oh, I see by the Spirit that perilous times shall come. No, Paul is telling you that in the last days. Why? Because last days, there there, there are some consistency with last days. There, There is this rush. You, you know when you're writing an exam when the last minute comes there's this rush even if you have never been writing before there is this rush there is this panic there is this uncertainty that comes with the last days so paul is telling us: say for men shall be lovers of themselves you see they care only about themselves and which is all happening now covetous boast as proud blasphemous as on praise on thankful, holy without natural affection truth because false. we we'll go over all these things one after the other traitor heady five having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from source thrown away for these for of this sort the for for this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captivity and lead captive silly women leading with sins, led away with diverse lost ever learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth you see that verse 7 strikes strikes in a different way in the sense that it says ever learning but never coming to the knowledge. this is not this is not talking about a Christian who is asking questions in the church all the time, you understand that is not the point. Or a Christian who doesn't believe a particular doctrine that you think is right and he doesn't believe it, that is not the truth, that's not what's called. This, this, this ever learning means that these people they learn the word of God, but they cannot act the way they are supposed to act. Do you understand that is ever learning, but not coming to the knowledge of the truth? They have a direct, a, they, they have a they have a different teaching or belief of what the scripture means. Now, whatever you see the truth in the Bible, know that the truth is referring to the doctrine of Christ. All right? That is Jesus died, Jesus was buried, Jesus resurrected. That is the truth. Don't ever call the truth anything else. You understand? The truth is Jesus died jesus was buried and jesus was erected now it says that some people as I said ever learn but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth all right now if you read down if you read down he, he was able to tell you able to see what the truth actually means but we'll stop here for now We'll actually go down don't worry Paul says that men shall be lovers of themselves what does it mean to love yourself when, when people love themselves it shows that they they do not they have they, have, they, they are built up of covetousness. They want to get that get split. They want to satisfy the flesh Now that is what Paul says that will happen in the last days Now these things That is happening is because there are evil men In the world and this Is because of all these actions you are going To suffer persecution. It is because Men love themselves That is why they will want to harm you To get anything That it seems you are standing in your way Of getting understand so it is because men are blasphemers men are covetous men are boasters they are proud that's why they want to hurt you you get so uh, definitely people will hate you for doing the right thing people will hate you for 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 showing that you you want to do what is right what is what is what is righteous they will hate you for that because why you don't want to help them to to fulfill their lust either they are lost for money they are lost for wealth they are lost for whatever to cheat people to 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 juke people you know you know there's this quest for money people have them so that is why christians will suffer persecution and paul refers to it as perilous times i want you to understand that he's not talking about Christians here He's not talking about the saved. He's talking about people you are living with in the world. Jesus mentioned something. He says, you are in the world, you are not of the world. It is because you are in the world, you will suffer persecution. If the world hates me, the world so hates you, remember Jesus said that. So Paul is writing about a particular kind of men who are not Christians. So it is saying that it is because of these men that you will suffer perilous times. That these men are the ones bringing perilous times. So there's no there's no evil spirits anywhere blowing perilousness, or oh, sorry for my grammar. All over the world, it is men. And why are these men causing peril? Because these men have no com- they they don't come to the knowledge of truth. They don't know who Jesus is. If you want to reduce persecution or you want to stop persecution, the response your response is to preach and get men saved. That way you will be able to deal if you to deal with men who are saved do you understand when you deal with men who are saved your chances of being persecuted reduces if not zero so the truth is that for men shall be lovers of themselves converts, boosters, proud, blasphemers blasphemers what are they blaspheming Thing I've talked about proud the people who, who lift themselves above what they are supposed to be, and then people who talk about their futures, yeah, so no future, their features or characteristics what they have, what they don't have, or what they do. Uh, so, people who boast, they're they are proud, they lift themselves up. Or, what we have disobedience to parents in terms we talk about children now without natural affection. You understand, they don't, they don't have this natural care, this love. Truth breakers agreement people who break agreement that don't care about it you, eat, you know let me tell you just so believers can do distance or may do distance no no money must or oh, you see there's a responsive believer we have if, if, if you give a believer 5,000 to go to the market for you or to keep for you or you give a believer 5,000 to uh, uh, just give him 5,000 naira to buy something for you and in one way or another the money is not available you 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 there is a response a believer will have an apology that's that contrite heart. there's a response a person of the world will have about you know me just five thousand naira. what was that come on five thousand you know how much i don't give you do you understand? so so those are people who don't have who don't have what you call it natural affection so they just, they just want to do the things they just want to do, and then they start finding excuses for their wrongs. They start comparing. Paul says those who compare themselves, to themselves are not wise. So, traitors, despisers of those that are good. Alright? Traitors, despisers of those that are good, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. You see, that must a place. You see, there is something called. Emphasis in the scriptures when there's a list going on for example um, The fruit of the spirit Is love Joy peace long-suffering gentleness kindness now In that listing the first Usually most times in the Bible is the first or the last or the last word the first usually emphasizes everything in that list or the last word so in this case, it's the same thing. And The fruit of the spirit is love. You see, when you see, the fruit of the spirits are is love. Then those every other list that came out they were explaining what love. So the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness. You see, if you check the First Corinthians, it tell you love is kindness. You understand? So you should understand what Paul meant by that in Galatians five. So it's also the same thing here. It he mentions he it's for men shall be lovers of themselves. Every other thing that he listed afterwards Shows this person love himself and is selfish. So when you're proud, you're selfish. When you when you blaspheme, why, why do people blaspheme? Because they want, they want to save themselves or they think whatever they're doing is right. So it's still themselves. When they're traitor, when they're headed when they're hymen when they're lovers of pleasure. That's best for now. So you see, we we have gone through and see that what is the cause of this perilous time. So the cause of this perilous time is. Is the fact that people will be lovers of themselves and you are in this world you're going to meet men who who are not christians you're going to meet men who don't fear god you're going to meet men who don't value things you value so it's going to be clash and this class sometimes are going to be violent violent clash emotionally violent spiritually violent physically violent whatever it is but it's going to be violence because why you do not support your stand Alright, you know what I have here? says. It says, when Paul says perilous times, he locates the times in the actions of men. It is found in the ungodly actions of men. So, perilous times is not, like I said before, it's not not an air. Alright, it's in the actions of men. Men are going to act in variance to the truth. They are going to oppose it, either knowingly or unknowingly. You see, when when you go to some community where they don't allow preaching the gospel, they are going to fight you. Now those people in your mind, they feel they are doing what is right. So it can be annoyingly, but it's still perilous times. So you get so you don't choose, you don't choose oh. to, to to believe what you like and say um, this period is hard times because no no no, there are people in charge of these hard times, and it's not the spirit, they are men. All right, so we are going to go to verse ten. Verse ten says. But that was fully known my doctrine and manner of life. Purpose, faith, love. So you, you see what I was trying to tell you before I was trying to show you that this this, this listing here is an actions of men. And it relates directly relates to the doctrine, to the gospel. And verse 7 says, Ever learning, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So that truth there is the gospel. Now, as James and Daniel was to Moses, so the other say we the truth men of corrupt might reprobate you see concerning the faith you see he he is listing that these people are slow to believe when i mean slow to believe meaning that they are unbelievers you understand there are people who you've preached to but refused you can refer to them as slow to believe jesus christ referred to those two people going to Emmaus as slow of heart they did not believe so it doesn't mean that ah you're trying to believe No, no 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 people who do not believe you can refer to them as slow to believe uh-huh so it's not like they are believers but they are slow learners uh, that's not what it means it says it says um corrupt mind reprobate concerning the faith are yeah, reprobate now the the, the 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 you know you know you know when people when people are corrupt minded they they spoil something corrupt minds is somebody that spoils something you get it so but they shall proceed no further, for their foolish shall be manifest unto all, as theirs also was. As, as the foolish of James and James was, Moses exposed them. You remember Moses' snake? So, these men who are here, Paul is writing that. They will not go any further. Because why? Why? Because, let me read for you. But they shall go no further. Why? For their foolish shall be manifest unto all. Meaning that, what Paul is saying, that these men that are reprobate, that are proud, blasphemous, or listed in verse 2 to verse 3 to verse 4 to verse 5. Paul is saying that these men, their foolishness is going to be exposed towards all men. Why is it that the foolishness should just be exposed by themselves? No, it's by Paul preaching the gospel. That is, Paul is going to ensure that every other people believe. So that when these people are displaying, he knows that these guys are foolish. You understand? So Just for example now, in the family, in the house, you can have, you can have some, some, you can have um, somebody play like a ghost. You you can you can actually wear a cloth like a ghost and start to scare people. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. If you plan with your father, your mother, and your sister, let's assume you have three three siblings. Your sister, say I'm going to daddy. I'm going to prank. I'm going to prank. Joy, the other girl. Gonna do like a ghost, all right. And then you are in the parlor You come in with your white, all white overall, and you're doing a ghost. And Joy is crying. You see, you see the foolishness of Joy is obvious, or rather, sorry, the Joy is scared, right? Or well, your parents and the rest of your siblings. Do we see that? You know, you're not know, you know, you expect them to be scared. If they are scared, you will remove your ghost. So, ah, Daddy, what's happening? I thought you knew I was going to play ghost. You get? It. So, but let me tell you, what is going to save Joy? Is that when your dad teaches her the truth? Say, Come, Joy. That person that is playing the ghost is your sister. Don't run. That is what Paul is going to do. Don't teach people the truth. So that when Joy, when when you come to play ghost again, your foolishness will be manifested. You understand? You'll be scared. When, when you try to make her scared, she'll just be looking at you and you'll just, ah, What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You, 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 when she's not scared, you have to remove the clothes and say, ah, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to prank you. Stuff like that. That is what Paul is going to do. So he's not going to leave them and say, "I'm just writing to Timothy." Well, Timothy, their foolishness will be manifested without him doing anything. No, because he's going to preach. So how do you ensure, make sure, or know that um, 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 people who are who who are lovers of themselves, people who who are not—how um, do I put it now? Who who. Reprobate to the faith who are corrupt-minded. How do you expose their foolishness? Is by preaching the truth without stop, aggressively. You are preaching in the radio, in the street in the corner. You are praying for those you have talked, you spoken to. You are preaching, you are going out there in the bus. You are talking to people that are not saved. You are telling them about Christ. You are telling them the truth. That Jesus is the truth. He died, he resurrected. You understand? And the truth doesn't change. Alright, we'll come to that later. What the truth is, but then we should be able to understand that. Yes, Paul says that those people, their life will manifest. This is what I wrote here. For that, okay. Okay, okay. Before I read my, my notes, let me just. Verse, um, verse 10. What okay, about verse 9? Verse 10. But thou was fully known my doctrine, manner of life purpose. You see? Paul is telling them that the foolishness is going to be brought because you have already known my doctrine. What's doctrine? The truth. Now, like I mentioned before, I said... I said, the first word usually explains the rest. So, that I fully know my doctrine. Full stop. So, it is your doctrine that determines what? Your manner of life. Your doctrine determines your purpose. Your doctrine is your faith. Your doctrine will explain what long-suffering means to you. Your doctrine will explain charity and patience. Mm? Your doctrine will explain whether you suffer persecution or not. Your doctrine will explain your affliction. Do you understand? Now, depends on your doctrine, you will not suffer persecution at all from anybody because your doctrine is is compromising you you accept everything you understand so your doctrine can actually determine if you accept so paul is telling you you fully know my doctrine irrespective of these guys what these guys are saying you know what i preach you get it so yeah and all that we live godly in this in, in Christ you just suffer persecution. So this is where Paul mentions that. So it doesn't mean that when you are doing the right things, you must suffer persecution. If you don't suffer persecution, you are not a Christian. That's not what Paul means here. He said, all that will live godly. That godliness refers to his doctrine that he preaches. Do you understand? So it is your doctrine that shows that. It is a doctrine that shows your manner of life, your living, your faith. When your doctrine is right, huh, you will suffer persecution for it. Why? Because there are men that love themselves. There are proud, boastful, unholy, and many all of that in the world. So when your doctrine uh, confronts them, they will harm you. When your doctrine comes against them, you understand? So Paul is teaching you how to prepare for persecution. Here, Paul is writing to Timothy and telling him what happened. So you see how Paul mentioned in the last times, Many and then he's referencing himself in those same last days. Do you understand what is happening here? So, at the beginning, beginning of the chapter, he's saying the last seed is not there, but later he's not telling you, see, I'm here. These guys are persecuting me. You understand? All right. So, what persecution is endured, persecution and Antioch, and was and Israel, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. That's verse 11 Yea, and all that we live godly in Christ Jesus so are suffer Persecution. Let me read my notes. For if your doctrine is not correct, you will have a wrong action. Like I said, the wisdom of God is in Christ and will help you during perilous time. The doctrine there will be Paul's teachings of the Holy Scripture. Alright, if you go down to verse 15, you will see when Paul says, And that from a child I was known the holy scriptures, which I'm able to make you wise unto salvation. You understand so what is the scripture that makes us wise unto salvation and that gives us our doctrine okay a wrong use of the scripture end of quote a wrong use of the scripture will give you a wrong doctrine We give you a wrong manner of life a wrong purpose wrong fit wrong long suffering wrong charity wrong patience you see Let me me emphasize on that more, when you see the Bible as talking of, like like as a book that talks about different things about life, when you see the Bible as a book that that you can use for anything, when you see the Bible as a book that supports worldly wisdom, you will have a wrong doctrine, or it's obviously that you have a wrong doctrine, and that wrong doctrine will give you a wrong manner of life, do you understand? For example, as it comes to to Christian living, when you see that the Bible allows you to, to lie, you understand when you go to the Bible and what you're picking is Abraham. Abraham lied about and you want to lie, huh? You are just taking a portion of the Bible and without proper explanation, you have chosen a particular doctrine. It will affect your manner of life. You start lying you start covering up facts just to ensure that you want to, you, because you've taken Abraham as your mentor, you start covering up facts. So so the truth is that the Bible in itself has a purpose. That's what Paul is saying. It is that doctrine of Christ that, that, according to verse 15, that makes you wise unto salvation you have to follow. So you should ensure that you put your mind to it, that your doctrine is wrapped around salvation when this your manner of life will be different and i'm not telling you just being pious holy you don't lie you don't steal fine and good but your response to events like the essence of our chapter in this chapter will be different your response to temptations persecutions will be different your response to to illness sicknesses will be different your response to to hardship will be different when you see the bible you know i just mentioned a line just now when some people also see the bible as as a book that make them wealthy a book that can give you riches when you see the bible like that when you are poor when you are struggling when they suck you from your job when you don't get married when you don't have a child when your husband is not who you think he is when your wife is not who you should think she is when your children are worldly or they don't grow up in the lord when any of those things happen because they don't add to your riches per se you begin to question god do you understand you begin to see things in a different light but the bible is not made for all of that the bible is meant for the truth you will now be able to act on that truth that you have learned you will not be able to act that truth which is salvation will now teach you how to react you will now be able to act in long suffering do you understand a woman who thinks that or a man who thinks that the wife ought to be humble and doesn't respect her respect him rather instead of going to say lord did i choose the wrong wife what is happening lord what is happening lord and you start praying and go from one honest to the other calling pastors to this You just simply pull out long-suffering. Do you understand? You pull it out because why It's a fruit of the Spirit? Because why? You've lent it from Christ. It is a fruit from the Spirit. It is Christ that quickens your spirit. You see how the doctrine of Christ comes to play now. You no longer see yourself as, Oh, I'm supposed to enjoy all these things. These are the riches of God. Good home, peaceful home, fine and good. If you have that, thank God for that. But God has so packed the Christian with the spiritual gift that he needs to survive the world. That a Christian should never complain for any hardship or persecution he faces. That is what God has done. So, if you fail to understand the doctrine of Christ, you will be able. You will now begin to understand the doctrine of Christ in a different light, and you start falling. You start failing. You start becoming weary. You become weary. Well, just imagine someone who is duped of money because he was trying to do good. If he doesn't understand the reason why he's doing good he will stop he will tell you you have to be wise for example you, you bring in a visit somebody who is stranded outside and then he comes to your house and then he he molests your daughter and then you are like wow i will never allow a stranger into my house again you understand that principle what birthed it is it that you are going to be wise when dealing with strangers, or you are just going to close the door? That like even when, when people trusted people, maybe your pastor tell you, sister, or oh, sir, please take this, sister. He he came from so so and so place, very far. Please help me house him for one night. You understand? Because of your experience, you you just say no, sir. You get it. You don't you don't allow the love of God rule your heart. So, different circumstances, you are living in a wicked world. So, you cannot just, because of the wickedness of the world, shape your character to live like the world. You understand? So, you are going to ensure that the fruit of the Spirit is there to guide you. The fruit of the Spirit comes, and that is how to explain the Bible. You understand? You have to explain the Bible in the light of Christ. Well, we are going to come. This is just, a, I'm just, this is like, just like an introduction with time. I'll be able to expound shade on this. I'll be able to know in the face of perilous times, in the face of, in the face of persecution, what are we supposed to do? What do we need? What do we need to survive in the face of persecution? How are we supposed to stand strong and tall? So we're going to we're going to study this study more tomorrow. We're going to study more tomorrow. We're going to we're going to check in the danger of explaining the scriptures the wrong way and how it's going to create a kind of Christian that you're not supposed to be. A Christian that starts having expectations. Instead of you seeing yourself as a master of every actions, rather you want to start having expectations of what you should do or what should be happening or what should be happening to you right now. This is something going to happen to me right now. Lord, is there something I'm not doing right now? No, instead of you to look inside and bring out the right response at that time, you start looking outside. But God has packed the Christians with everything He needs to survive this world. God bless you. Thank you for joining him. Tomorrow is another day. Stay tuned. If you have any questions, you simply drop a record a record message, a record message for me. I'll listen to it and I'll respond to you before I start every new episode. God bless you.